everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters. Never do math in public. My name is Matt, and I'm here as always with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and what are you drinking? I am very good. I am very something. And I am drinking I'm an Allagash Sison. Ah. And it is a traditional yeah. blah, 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 all that stuff. Okay. But it's very delicious. Yeah, great. That was a great explanation of that beer. I hope everyone finds that helpful. Okay, yeah, sure. Shopping. Yeah. I'm drinking Trader Joe wine, four dollar bottle of red wine. <laughs> but wait, wait, wait! How uh, did how much did you pay for that wine? I paid zero dollars for that wine because you freaking stole it. <laughs> I may have stolen it. <laughs> All right, but uh, listen, we're gonna ha- we're gonna do uh, this is a landmark episode, meaning right. we're gonna do something that was that have that has never been done in the history of podcasts ever. We're gonna have not one. Oh no, not two. Okay, two guests. We're going to have two <laughs> guests on the show. But we're also going to be on the show, so a total of four. And this is going to be like a roundtable episode, and we're going to talk about college versus not college. And I'll, and I'll, get, I'll, I'll introduce who we're going to be talking to in a second. But before I do, if you guys have questions about personal finance or money or anything in that, in that nature, money realm, all right? Email us at listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. And we also want your submissions for catchphrases that we say at the beginning of the show. Today's catchphrase is never do math in public. <laughs> That's from uh, at JP Baker Digital. Jeffrey Baker. Thank you, Jeffrey. Appreciate that. You can send them via Twitter. It's at Money Matters, man. That's our Twitter handle. And let's dive into some stuff, okay? Two guests on the show. Our good buddy, and he's been on the show before. His name is Thomas Frank, and he has a website called College Info Geek, which I reference a lot, I think. Thomas, welcome to the show. Hey, good to be on again, Matt. Yeah, what are you drinking? I am drinking Curious Traveler Shandy, Mm. which is, I believe, the superior Shandy on the market right now. (laughs) See, I believe believe no Shandy is superior. It's lemon, right? It's lemony lemony beer? You don't like lemon? Well, they have other flavors, too. They have, like, a strawberry one. They have, like, a grapefruit one, so... It's worth a try, but I think it's pretty tasty. All right, excellent. And we also have... Is that the have... one with the mustache? It is the one yeah, with the yeah. mustache, and yeah. it's got the cool spectacles, and some of them have monocles. And you took a picture of that. I or did. one of them. I made it look all uh, like your guys' pictures. Very, very LMM style. Yeah, I had all to right. teach myself how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's harder than you might think. No. Uh, <laughs> so we all we also have another guest on the show. His name's Martin Bamey, right? Yeah. And... Your website is polyglot.com, and I'm going to spell that for you if anybody's interested in learning a language, right? Yeah. It's P-O-W-L-Y-G-L-O-T.com. Check that out. Martin, how are you, man? I'm doing pretty well. Glad to be here. Awesome. And we're going to – all right. So I'm going to pose a couple of questions. We're going to get into the, to a discussion about college versus no college. Okay? So – let me see where every. All right, let me first. Let me go around into the room, okay, and see who's been to college, who hasn't been to college. Tom, have you been to college? I have been to college. I, I would think it'd be hope pretty so. Weird <laughs> Here's how to succeed in college from someone who never has been there. Although there might be an angle there. There could be an could angle. Be an angle. There. I don't know. I don't know. There's like the whole uncollege thing, and actually, I kind of want to discuss that in this episode. So we'll get all right, to that. sure. But yeah, I did go to college. I uh, went to Iowa State University, mm-hmm. majored in management information systems and i've been done for a year and two months cool martin college man yes i'm in college right now i actually graduated from community college with a degree there and i'm going for my second degree now in the same thing tom did so now when you graduated from a 
a community college and you said you got a degree, that's your associate's degree, right? Yeah. And now you're getting your bachelor's degree. Yeah. Cool. And you're and you're going to the same college as uh, yep. Tom did. Okay, cool. Yeah, Iowa State. Excellent. Andrew, I know you went to college, but since we're all on the topic, where, where did you go? I went to NGIT, New Jersey Institute of Technology, in the wonderful, wonderful city of Newark, New Jersey. Okay. The home of car theft in the United States. Is that is that a true fact? <laughs> yeah. I'm from, at least when I was there, there were more car thefts there in that city than anywhere else, which is primarily why I went there, because you know I hate cars. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, I did not go to college, so I guess I'm the only one here who hasn't gone to college. And uh, I did go to a community college. Uh, for one week, or sorry, for two weeks, the first semester, quit, and then try to go back the second semester, lasted, I think, two weeks, and then quit again. So, uh, am I, all right, so, let me ask a question. Yeah, I guess sure, I, 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 I want to ask, well, maybe, I want to ask a big question to start and to get things rolling. Do you think college is worth it, and I want to, I want to send this over to Martin, since you're, that- since you're currently in college. I think it's worth it for certain people. It, it really depends on what you're studying and what you hope to get out of it. It's probably not worth it if you're just like, I want to be a philosophy major for absolutely no reason. I don't have a plan for jobs, and I have no financial stability. That's pro- You probably shouldn't go. Yeah. But I've found college to be really useful for me, so I think it just depends on the person. And what are you majoring in? Management information systems like Tom did. Okay. And Tom, since you've you've graduated college, you're going. You went for the same thing. Has it helped? Uh, yes, it has. Okay, but so we. This is this is a nuanced question. Yeah, because you have to ask: Did my academics help? Did the actual classes I was paying for help? And to that, I would say not that much. You know, I'm not doing anything with what I learned. Mm-hmm. Some of my relationships with professors I met were great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the opportunities that I got through college, through extra clubs and just have being in that, it's like a it's like a concentrated ball of opportunity that you don't get in many other places. That was worth it, I think. So am I wrong in, in assuming it's extended high school? You know, I don't really I don't know really if I agree with that. I think that that really depends on the college. Like a lot of majors at my community college were kind of extended high school. Mm-hmm. But that's how I again. Well, that's all I've that's all I've ever experienced, you know. Yeah, and a couple of the programs though were really good, so they were much harder. But then, like the basic core stuff was basically high school two point there. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually did uh, in high school. They had a program where you could go to community college for half the day. So I did that for my senior year, and it did feel like extended high school. Like I would go to high school from like seven a.m. to noon, and then I'd leave, and I'd be at the community college from like one to three and the classes weren't that much more difficult and mm-hmm. the campus has, has more buildings and everything but it felt the same but i actually got the college though there's like i don't know there's just a lot more to do so if you if you take the initiative it won't feel like high school so there's more to do extracurricularly yes than there is more. in high school mm-hmm. but it depends on the school you go to so that's true there's another thing see and and like how the problem I have is with the prerequisites, right? So when you go mm. into college, it's feel I feel like you're going to high school too for the first two years, and then you get in the, the things that you that bothers me. How why is that the case? So uh, you know, I bet we could probably get your dad on this podcast and do some conspiracy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the general idea of a four year university is that if you have a bachelor of science 
or Bachelor of the Arts, it should mean that you have some sort of well-rounded education with some sort of history background, some extra science, some extra social studies, all that kind of stuff. Whereas community colleges have more of a uh, tech school feel or like a trade school feel. So that's why you can go into these shorter programs where you learn only networking like you did or, you know, et cetera, that kind of thing. But uh, you also have prerequisites in your core program and that can stretch your degree out to four years. And uh, for a lot of people, they don't need to do that. Mm -hmm. You could take a lot of prerequisite classes at the same time you're taking the advanced class and do just fine. So what I found and this uh, is good advice for life in general, is if you ask the right questions, you can kind of bypass prerequisites sometimes. Really? Yeah, not always. Uh, so the business college at Iowa State is actually pretty strict about prereqs, but there are certain occasions when you can go talk to a professor and be like, hey, I know this. Uh, can I either A, test out of your class, or B, get uh, written permission to take the next class concurrently oh, yeah. with your class. I'm actually doing that this fall with one of the prereqs. Really? Yeah, that's a good story. Yeah, just actually. testing out. Yeah, tell. I mean, yeah, give us give us what you got. Okay, well, well, a couple of things. I did test out of one class, but that was uh, that was last semester, and it was based on it was a networking class, and I had my associate's degree in network support and administration, so okay, it made sense. But um, Earlier this year, I decided I wanted to graduate early, so I had to jump through like 90, 90 billion pieces of red tape. And uh, so I've got, I got permission to take a prereq concurrently with another class. And in order to do that, I had to talk to the dean of my uh, college. I had to talk to him and uh, show all the experience that I had in what that class was kind of for to make sure I was ready for the next one. And then he was like, yeah, cool. You can do it. And it was wow. just because I went and talked to them. They'll never tell you you can do it. The advisors will Before, be like, no, yeah. you can't do that. Right. But you got to go talk to the higher ups and make a good relationship. They'll let you get through. See, now, Andrew, you went to a – when you said New Jersey Institute of Technology, mm -hmm. that, is that a college or a university? Uh, so it's a university. And it I is think a university. That, yeah, I think the difference is if they do research or, or not there. And – uh so they, they did, like, some research or whatever. Am I um, wrong in assuming that you don't have to take prerequisites at that school? Uh, no, I absolutely did. And, you know, so you I, took, I, like, a math – or I'm sorry. You took, like, an English composition class even though you were getting into whatever you were into. What do you – actually, what the hell did you major in? Uh, yeah, so I majored in information technologies with, like, a colon software engineering. So it was, like – it was like the easy way out of computer science. You know, I, I, he's like, like, we're all in the same boat. Yeah. yeah, I know you. You guys are MIS. I'm like, oh, I know MIS dudes. I know how it goes. Like, what, an, what, an <laughs> yeah, what an undiverse club. What an undiverse roundtable we have. <laughs> this is the roundtable of all engineers plus Matt. Yeah, and then <laughs> so me. What happens? You get these smart people who don't want to do calc or DVQ or physics, so they major in MIS, and then they go start podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's the next logical step. <laughs> well, uh, all right, so, I mean, you took prerequisites. Uh, yeah. Math and, and, I mean, obviously math, since that's what so you... So I mean. think you're confusing the term. Am I? So, so there's prerequisites and there's general education classes. Oh. So prerequisite just means a class that uh, is required before you can take another class. It's a dependency. So, like, I think what you're like talking in Final about Fantasy, like... you need the short sword before you have the long sword seal. You need to take Calc 1 before you can take Calc 2. So your core program, no matter even if you're in a trade school taking network support, you got to take Cisco Routers 1 
before you can take Cisco routers too. So it's a prereq. Yeah, but I then got you. When you go to a four-year university, you have your core program with its prereqs and its uh, suggested order of classes plus your gen eds that are required for your major. Oh, so gen ed is is like English composition. Yeah, and any in any you know mm. any given gen ed class could have a prereq. So if sure. I want to take like. Bertrand Russell's uh, theory underlying mathematics and logic, I probably need to take logic 101 first. But you also have to placement these classes. So like you may have taken calc in high school, but then you have to take a placement test to see if they'll even let you take calc 2 in college. And yeah. I, I know that for a fact because I took calc 1 in high school and they put me into retarded math when I went to college. So Well, it depends. It depends on the school. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let me just go around the panel. I like panel better <laughs> than round table. Let me go around a panel and ask, uh, and this is going to be weird because Martin's still in school, but, uh, and, I, and I, I think I touched on this a little earlier, a little earlier, it's only been 12 minutes. Uh, do you, Tom, do you feel like college was worth it? Um, like, honestly. So for me? Yes. For what you do now. It's... Kind of a difficult question because I like, know it is. That's why I asked it. At an objective <laughs> level, I am an internet entrepreneur who yes. is an autodidact who is very capable of learning anything on my own. I'm very capable of emailing anybody who's an expert if I want to make connections. I didn't need college for any of that. But if I look back at the actual path that I took, a lot of the opportunities that led me to what I'm doing today came from my college experience. Okay. Not to mention that the site I run is about college college students that's true so personally i would say you yes. know, at a generalist level i probably wouldn't have needed college but for my specific case in this weird you know, whatever timeline i'm in uh -huh. in this dimension yeah my college experience is what got me to where i am and i am very appreciative of it so what about the debt so i had i had a uh, fifteen thousand dollars in debt which is not bad that's not it's not that's actually not... that bad you know yeah. Um, I'm one of those people who always drives a speed limit because I can't bear the thought of ever getting a speeding ticket because it's like money you're just throwing down the toilet. Yeah. So the fact that I had 15k in debt was like just in my head, like no, I don't want this at all. I don't want to be beholden to anybody, and any interest I pay on this is just wasted money. You know, I understand the concept of interest and the, and the value of it, but personally, I was like, I don't want to pay any of this. So I set the goal to pay off all my debt before I graduated achieved it through my website and through a few other things. Um, but I think this touches on an issue that uh, gets glossed over when people have these college versus no college debates. And there's there's a finer there's a finer issue whereas the question is expensive college, prestigious college versus state college. Yeah, just cheap college. college, yeah. Or community college, which is totally fine. Right. I actually have an article up on my computer right now from CNN Money it's called Community College Grads Out-Earned Bachelor's Degree Holders. Wow. And it's a case study really? of a couple students who went to community college. They hustled. They worked really hard to make connections. And they got great jobs at a community college. Oh, at, just with an associate. That's it. Yeah. So really? the, the opinion I hold is that college can be very useful for you. If you and use if you're, it right. If you're not like – if you're not a Dale, a Dale J. Stevens or a Tim Ferriss or like that type of person – it can be a good option. Just go to one that you're you can afford. You know, take the steps to afford it, and don't like give yourself this giant ball and chain down the road. Right. And Martin, do you feel like college is is fulfilling you at this point? Do you think that, it's going to be worth it at, in the end? Because I, I mean, I, I, and I want to preface this by saying you have this website where you we talk about languages, and yet you're in 
a different field in college. Yeah. Uh, well, academically, specifically the classes that I've taken, a lot of the earlier stuff, like my community college has actually taught me more life skills for computers than I've learned in the university. Because Interesting. More, yeah. Because it was very specific and direct. I took two years of intense stuff that they don't even touch for most students here. And then a lot of what I came here for was more the experience, the social experience. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have developed Tom's website if I didn't come here. I wouldn't be the same person I was and I wouldn't have had the same ideas or skills. So it's helped me with life skills and generally helping me find direction. Mm -hmm. The classes themselves, like, do I care that much about database management, whatever the number is? No. Versus but, what your website's about. Yeah. And versus like, what you or what you seem to be truly interested in. Yeah. And also, I, I really like web development, too. But okay. th again, that's not a specific class, but right. I guess it's benefited from my background IT knowledge because I'm not scared of computers. So it's helped me get life skills. Not specifically, it has not helped me towards getting the kind of job or career I want. Right. And, and Andrew, how do you feel about that? So I do care about database management. It's kind of what, <laughs> what I do during the day. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's really interesting because if you had asked me this like two years ago, I would have been like staunchly pro-college because I, I went there, I did my thing, I came out of the gates like sprinting and, uh, you know, climbed the ladder like everyone says you should do. Um, but um, I got pretty damn high up in the ladder and, and I realized that uh, – I would rather be my own boss, and I think that, like, at the end of the day, um, if you're working for someone else, uh, the, the value you provide has to be greater than your salary. So I want to do my own thing. Well, listen, money matters, which actually has nothing to do with my education. Yeah, okay, but uh, we're looking at Tom here, who uh, doesn't. I, don't, I, I think I think that Tom said it really well in that it's not necessarily you know I, I got the benefit of doing the whole tech thing and blah 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 but it's really the opportunities that are provided to you there because you have all of these very smart people or, or supposedly very smart people and all these opportunities kind of collect in this area so you meet people quickly easily. Right. I, I got a taste of entrepreneurship through a professor there. I probably would never even thought that this was possible if he had not showed me, you know, the light. Well, one of the things that really chaps my ass about college is that they they are more than happy to take your money. They're more than happy to sit there and, you know, sit you in these classes. And sure, you'll learn stuff, of course. Uh, but And they're going to collect your money. And then at the end, they're like, well... See you later. Enjoy your the rest of your life. Have fun getting a job, idiot. I think that's where I have the biggest problem is is that a lot of colleges and I and I could be just generalizing here because I don't really know, but they don't help you with the next step after so, college. So some some do. They they do have uh like literally like teams of people. Like if you're going to do co-ops, so you could like work in the middle of school and they'll help you find a job. But like, is that you know, an maybe, internship? Is that just like an unpaid? It, like it's, it's like uh, so you could do like a co-op program where maybe you'll graduate in six years, but you'll have worked for a company a year in between. Mm -hmm. But I I, I think uh, part of the thing is like I don't know about Iowa State, but my school was damn cheap. Like it was not expensive. Uh, you know, a state school. Um, and so it was, I, I got the education that I needed and I could have went to Stanford. I mean, if they would have even let me in, but I would have paid an exorbitant amount more as compared to NGIT, which is pretty cheap. And I think 
And you would have gotten the same job, arguably, Yeah, I could have gotten the same job, and it comes down to the business decision where it's like you got the car for $20,000 or $100,000, and they're the same car, which which do you buy? Yep. Interesting. Yeah, it's so this is what I've learned because I hear a lot of people say, you know, kind of echo the sentiment that you had, Matt, that, you know, college doesn't help you afterwards. They put you in the classes. They want to take your money. But here's what I learned because I I worked – in the career services office and That's i've worked in yeah okay i, I, I forgot so the name yeah, yeah, yeah. iowa state services. is divided into six different colleges it's a university with six different colleges business engineering uh agriculture there's the one that kind of like has all the random majors there's like the humanitarian and and like hotel restaurant management mm-hmm. and there's like veterinarian or something like that so they all have their own career services office and we are sitting in there every day waiting for the students to walk in and ask us for help. Just like the, the counselors that want to help people with psychological problems. Just like the dining people who want to hear your feedback. Just like the student government that want to hear what improvements are needed. Just like the librarians. There are any number of different parties on campus who are rabid to help you out. But you have to seek it out. So college is, college is like a basketball gym with like 10,000 hoops around you. So if you throw a ball, you're probably not going to miss, but you have to actually throw the ball. You have to actually walk into the, to the career advising office and be like, hey, can I set up an appointment to have this person go over my resume and maybe like do a practice interview with me and maybe hook me up with some companies? And if you do that, they'll be like, we'd be glad to. Right. We're, you know, we're psyched that you're here and we, we can advertise, but we're not going to like walk to your dorm room and be like, hey, come with me. I'm going to get you a job right now because you're paying for this. From what I'm hearing, it sounds like college is what you decide to make it, and it was it's not a hand-holding experience. They need yeah. you to be an adult from day one. Like it's from not day like high one, school. they encourage you, and they, they kind of require you to. Like, so you can literally yeah. not sign up for classes and just not show up. I mean, All right, can I, give it, can I give an analogy? Yeah. Or at least mm-hmm. my attempt at an analogy, because I'm pretty bad at it. But it's like... The gym that you that you have a membership to is happy to take your money, even though you don't show up every day. But when you do show up and you do use the equipment at your disposal, you're going to see results. Yeah, that's and actually. I subscribe to Whoa! It, I just made a good analogy. Boom! Mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> I was a member of a gym for three months, uh-huh. and when I didn't go, the owner emailed me, and he'd be oh, like, wow. he would send me postcards oh. in the mail saying, "Of his you're abs, paying for this." Like, <laughs> He's Not like, you that. can have this, son. I don't know, I don't know there, what that sounds like. There were like is, pictures of people working out there, but he would send me <laughs> postcards in the mail saying, "Hey, I haven't seen you in a few days. Are you coming back?" Wow, that's like, a pretty. He doesn't need owner. to. Yeah, you know, he doesn't need to because like, he's cool. taking my money. Yeah, that's. But cool. he wants me to show up and actually get the value out of it. I think a lot of people, it's it's just the problem that you've got twenty eight, twenty nine thousand students at a university, and I'll agree. I think they might be accepting too many, and they might be over capacity. So sometimes the resources are taxed. But the people who work there, for the most part, are genuinely interested in your success. Mm-hmm. But you have to meet them halfway. Now, I have a mm-hmm. personal question to pose to everyone. Should I go to college? <laughs> I don't have to let you, you in first, point. Matt. Like, knowing, knowing, knowing where I am, I'm a 30-year-old man, right? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I do make some money. But is there a reason I should go to college? Is there a reason I should, I should pump money into the to the colleges to give me some sort of education for so you matt for- all is lost <laughs> fair enough but i'm serious and i the reason i pose the question is uh you know if you didn't go to college like myself 
is it ever worth like I, I, one of the problems I have is I and I watched a documentary recently where they talked about uh, it was it was a couple and the husband wasn't making enough money to survive with his wife and two kids. So he says, I don't know what to do. I got an idea. I'll go to college. And to me, that seemed like the stupidest thing he could have he could have said. Because it's like to me, as an outsider in the you know not in the college world, I say I see it like I have an idea. I'm gonna go give hundred you know thousands of dollars to an institution to give me an education, and I may or may not get a job after it like, afterwards. So uh, the question is is you know should people seek a college education in order to progress themselves, even if it's later in life. So for you, I think there's, there's macro and micro views here for you, Matt. I don't think it's useful for you okay? because I know you're willing to show up at conferences. You're willing to email people, make connections. You're willing to be creative and learn things on your own. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think you need it. You will make your own opportunities, but if you look at the data, People with degrees tend to get more jobs. They tend to own more. So if there's somebody who wants to better themselves and they don't have that type A personality who like, they can go learn things and discipline themselves, it can be a good investment. So I want to say think- that that uh, there's like some debate there that it could be a selection bias, that possibly the people who go to school are already pre-dipo- predisposed to succeed because they are of yeah. that personality. Hmm. So they may make more... You know, and, and you went to college, you're not doing necessarily what you went to college for, but because you are that person, you're the, the nerd in math class who wants everyone to be quiet so you can take the test. Like, that's your personality. So you succeeded, but you also did the thing that everyone told you to do, go to college. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we can, like, sit here all night and, like, that's semantics. banter about, like, mm. Kahneman's heuristics and all kinds of, like, statistical anomalies and everything. But I think some people need a curriculum. They need a hand to guide them, and they, they, you know, they need opportunities to be a little bit closer, and that can college can provide that. I just think you should go to a sensible, affordable college. Yeah, that's why I advocate state, like in-state public universities. They're big. They have a lot of resources. They're cheap, you know, relatively. Right. So, I think they're a good investment for the person. It, who here has played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? I'm sure Andrew Absolutely. has. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. I actually Everyone played here. it. I actually played okay. that game. Why wouldn't Matt you? played a video game. I I'm did. So happy. That's, a, that's true. <laughs> when you grind in the game, there's a little bar, and you got to stay in the middle of it. It's a spectrum, right? Yeah. Okay, so there's the red ends of the spectrum where you fall off the rail of you should go to college, these extremes. The one extreme you have kids who are way too immature for college. They're not adults yet. They should probably go volunteer somewhere become an intern have work a job or just have like their ass kicked a little bit because i've seen a, plenty of kids who are like dumb in high school and then they get a little bit of the taste of the real world but they have to work a 40 hour week mm-hmm. restaurant job and they just get their shit together so yeah. those kind of people need to get their shit together before they go to college on the other hand you have the dale j stevens on college people the autodidacts who don't need it who is this guy you keep mentioning he so Dale J Stevens runs a site called uncollege.org I think it is. Okay. He I think he wrote a book called Hacking Your Education and he's like the staunch you don't need college kind of guy. Is that the same yeah. guy we were going to interview on the podcast? No, doing, I doing, don't know. doing show notes on the show as uh Joe says we shouldn't. But okay. <laughs> um I don't know. He he could be a guy to talk to. I Yeah, he's the guy he's, that like attended like classes like here and there and like built his own education. 
Um, or maybe not. I don't, I don't know. know. He so his parents like let him be done with school when he was like thirteen. Okay. So he like uncolleged and learned on his own, and then he was a Peter Thiel fellow, which is the Thiel Fellowship. It like pays people not to yeah. go to college and invest in them, and they can do startups. He's like he's wildly successful, way more successful than I am, and like. So his his position is obviously you don't need to go to college. You can learn all this stuff on your own. I agree. For me, I can do that. Yeah. Not but everybody. I have been in the trenches. I know that a lot of people need a curriculum. They need a set path. It's why my parents joined the military. My mom said I needed some structure, and she thrived there. She did so well. She was like airman of the month every month. Yeah. But before that, she was like, I don't know what to do. So some people just need a little bit of structure, a little bit of a way, like a path to progress through. And I like the in the in state idea, and and I mean Martin, you did that, right? You you yeah you lived in Iowa. You went to an Iowa school. Yeah, twice. Twice. Yep. <laughs> yeah, both of them were my local colleges. So now are so, you now you're gonna have debt when you graduate, right? Yes. But is about, it gonna be a lot, or did you do any yeah, like about twenty four k? It's a lot less than it would be if I didn't make an attempt to do all the scholarships and stuff and keep my grades up. Uh, that see, and that's kind of where I wanted to go. I wanted to talk about grades because, okay. uh, yes, you could pay for co- co- like again. I I and I'm and I'm the worst person in this situation. But I college is willing to take your money. Oh, uh, and, and, yep. You know they're willing to take your money, uh, and you can go in and college is what you make it. We also said that. What happens if you get bad grades? I'm asking. That's another. It depends. <laughs> Like, everything's and it depends it really is sure but so i would say if i was being general this is like full of brevity and no nuances mm-hmm. keep your gpa over a three but don't worry past that what's and a three like a b like a 3.0 yeah, it's like, it's it's like, like a b minus or above okay for every class and then make sure you're hustling on the side to learn extra things that are going to be marketable learn soft skills that are going to make you good at communicating and have something to show because like a 4.0 is not going to get you many places but it depends because if you want to go to grad school or if you want to be an investment banker or get a job at the companies that still care about grades then you need to say okay that's my goal i know that you know they require a little bit more rigorous uh grades or like you're a medical student Mm -hmm. like i just interviewed a medical student for my last podcast episode and he was like yeah, basically, if you're if you're below a three five, they're not even going to consider you for medical school after your pre med, and so like it depends. And then if you're like a major like us, you know where well, we could be. I want my doctors to at least be B plus students. Yeah, if you're a doctor, if you're <laughs> a science plus. person, they should, yeah, they should a, at least no be plus. a plus. If my doctor <laughs> learned how to sit stitch up somebody on YouTube, absolutely not. Ooh, do you want do you want to hear a scary statistic, Matt? Yeah, I kind of do. Uh, I, I'm not sure the validity of this, but I've heard that the uh, like family practice doctors that uh-huh. you generally go see, they're like in the bottom 10% of their graduating class. Interesting. Because oh, the smartest good. people go work for pharmaceutical companies and be specialists. Mm-hmm. Or they become professors and doctors, like doctorates. And so yeah, like your general family practice guy probably isn't the smart, uh, sharpest tool in the shed. Luckily, general family practice doesn't require that. For the most part, interesting. If you have a cough; they can prescribe you cough medicine. So that's what I mean. Like, does do grades matter? Like, what if you like I could get a PhD in something and got you know and ba- and barely scraped by the entire time? Does that make me? 
Well, makes me my thing, right? I paid it, for that degree. I paid for higher that doctorate. education. Higher education matters. It does. Okay. I mean, like you have to pitch your des- your dissertation to a uh, sponsoring professor, okay. and it has to be good. Like if you're going to grad school, it matters. In They're undergrad, let you pass with a PhD, and you like like D's in every yeah. class. You know? Okay. And I'm not sure how many like PhD candidates are listening to this, but I'm not a PhD candidate. <laughs> I should probably interview a PhD candidate. I'm gonna note that down actually, because mm-hmm. I don't know. Just like I didn't know the whole details behind med school, and now I know. If you're a pre med, get a three five or above, and be doing things on the side. Don't let it go below three five, or you're screwed. If you're a business student like us, if you want to be employed later, at least a three. If you know you can be an entrepreneur and you have a lot of prospects. <laughs> I think if Martin let his grade slip and like got a 1.5 GPA this semester, it wouldn't do a thing to him. Yeah, I don't think I'd care that much, yeah. to be honest. Yeah? Why Other that? than my pride. My right. pride would be hurt a little bit. There's the pride. Well, you already have a job offer, so... Well, yeah, I'm, I'm already, like, I'm making close relationships with, with companies that I'm interested in. I've got freelance web development. I'm mm-hmm. working... Like, I've already basically found the the path that I want to take right now. Okay. So I'm not out there pitching to, like, 40 different people going, please give me a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you make those sense. relationships at college? I, I mean, I made them because I went to this college in, indirectly. Okay. Uh, a lot of the relationships... That's an that, answer, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the web dev skills I got are all based on relationships in college. So I yeah. guess my future in web development wouldn't exist if I hadn't gone hadn't have gone to college. Gotcha. I have one more question. All right. Do you think that businesses will eventually not care so much about a bachelor's degree? Absolutely. You think that, that, you, that think that, you think that's a, awesome. You think that's an actual future that this is I, me nodding. I'm nodding silently. I, I think this is like <laughs> next ten years. You think? I think yeah, yeah, I think it's soon. I think there will be places like Harvard, and they they will remain for a foreseeable future. They don't even need to collect money from students, the research institutions, and because they're so restrictive, uh, they represent something different than what most of us have experienced. But I think for what we have done. Uh, it'll be on the internet. It'll be damn cheap, maybe even free. Um, it, it's going to be a completely different paradigm. And, and instead of looking at the paper, people will actually test you on the skills before they hire you. That would be amazing. Yeah. Unless all the universities, conspiracy theory here, all the universities start paying the companies to require degrees. Mm. Who knows? Well, maybe it doesn't that, matter. Maybe I'll be wearing foil hat to my interviews. <laughs> well, <laughs> everybody wear a foil hat. <laughs> are, they, are, are they doing that now? I don't, yes. you know, uh, I don't know. You know, it's not it's Probably. not universal. But when I talked to Tony Stubblebine, from yes. the f- co-founder from of Lyft, yeah, yeah, I did podcast interview with him. Uh, Is that out yet? Several. Yeah, it was episode sixteen, so it was several months ago. Okay. Um, but he he said the same thing. Like out here in the Bay and you know California, smaller companies all over the nation, they don't care as much. They want to know. Can you do the what work. we need you to do? Yeah. Can you help me with my business goals? And can you prove it before I hire you? Mm-hmm. You know, a, a big company, big companies have HR departments with, with ingrained policies and they take forever to change anything. So they're still looking at, you know, they're programming their, their resume uh, algorithms to look for GPAs. But a smaller company isn't going to care as much. And I think as time goes on, bigger companies are, are going to start to catch up. I'll like, tell you, I have not gotten a single job without writing code on a whiteboard. 
and anything on my resume was what got them to just talk to me to then make me prove myself like on a high pressure situation with them there. And I think it will only expand further. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The resume is like it's like the business card now. If you don't have it, exactly, they're gonna never talk to you. Can I talk about before we close? Can I talk about my best two classes? Absolutely. So actually, I'm gonna say three. My best, my best three classes. Wait, you said two. You said okay. two. <laughs> I agreed to two, and then you added three after I agreed. That's a slippery slope. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I, guess, I guess I can just do two. Um, yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. One of them is probably the most important. So the best classes, quote unquote, were the ones that I got paid for, and by that I mean my part-time jobs. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Part-time jobs, in addition to class. So I would take like fifteen credits, but I then worked twenty hours a week. My freshman year, the moment I started college, actually two weeks before I started college, I got a job at the campus tech support center, and I was like the phone dude who like told people how to reconnect their internet and like remove viruses and everything. I learned so much from that job, like a staggering amount. And then I moved over to the web development place on campus, and I learned a crazy amount from that. Like it blew my mind how much I had to work. But the two, like the body of knowledge I learned from that, I was able to take that and have a on par discussion about infrastructure and corporate IT with the vice president of IT at a huge company. And that was the main reason I got an internship there. Well, and they I mean, hire me full time. Right, experience so, is the best teacher. Yes, so like that's the that's the big uh, moral here. Whether you go to college or not, get experience, do the work. You know, don't just go to class because you're not you're not yeah. going to learn that much from class. Honestly, you're just not. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. Well, uh, to wrap things up. To- <laughs> I just I like I just want to ask like. Do you regret your decision? <laughs> like, I'm, all right. Actually, actually, that's what I'm going to say. Do you regret your decision to go to college? Nope. I don't. Okay. No, not at all. Martin? Nope. All right. So, uh, see, I am the opposite because I do not. Well, I guess no. No, I'm not the well, opposite. Well, you can't regret your decision to go to college. <laughs> you didn't go to college. I, I'm saying I don't regret my decision to not go to college. To okay. not, I'm, not- very, I'm very grateful to not have gone to college because I feel like I would be in a very different place right now. Yeah. And maybe, maybe we don't know, maybe in a parallel universe, I didn't go to college and I'm like 10 times more successful. I don't know. We don't know what the other timelines are going to show. We have no idea. I feel good right now. In a parallel universe, I'm a hybrid hippo man with a jetpack. So, Oh, that's 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 a pretty dope. It's It's a pretty cool reality. It's Uh, also very specific. We talk sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, So like the four of us are pretty happy with our situations. Yeah. There are now, wait, people no, out there who okay. aren't. All right, but let me let me clarify. Martin hasn't paid any debt yet. You have paid off all your debt, and Andrew has no debt as well. So for the three of us, or the three of you guys who went to college right now, you guys are currently not paying any student loan debt. That's true. Yeah, okay. I paid that it all is, off. That is a fact. That's, and that and I f- and I feel like that makes you reflect on college a little differently. But no, does. but I, I want to say something okay. because uh, and and Thomas already alluded to it. He instead of delaying the paying off the debt, he hustled like a mofo and got it all done early. Mm-hmm. And so maybe we don't regret it because all of the work's already back there in the past. We don't even remember sweating it out. But that's my point. Is that now you yeah. can reflect. I mean, I th- I feel like maybe, and I, I could be wrong, and, and tell me if I'm putting words in your mouth, but at the time when you were, you had $14,000 left to pay off, you were like, fuck, why did I, why did I go to college? Like, God damn it. You know, like, well. It was tough, dude. If I failed some classes, had to pay again, like. 
So that brings up a good point. I wasn't mad that I went to college, but I was mad that I blindly took the loans to pay for my room and board. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. my, my so, tuition, yeah. I had my tuition covered, but I needed to take out loans for room and board. And it was like $7,000 a year. I didn't consider a living off campus and using the 20 hour per week job that would have easily covered rent to pay right. for rent. I just mm-hmm. stupidly bought computers and stuff. <laughs> and like the, the meal plan is uh, so expensive. Yeah. And we'll, let me, meal, we'll talk about saving call or saving money in college for another episode, but it's crazy. Um, so, you know, I, I regret it's specific decisions and actually for any students that are listening to this, you can ask to pay monthly for dorms instead of them asking mm. for you to pay lump sum, which encourages taking loans. So, there's always the one question that is the best question to ask, and that is a question that no one else will ask, whatever it may be. So ask the question. <laughs> Just ask questions in general. Ask the questions, yeah. And th- so there was a 2002 study done. I don't remember who did it. I, I feel like Derek Halpern right now. There's a study done <laughs> by researchers at the University of Syracuse. No, but uh, they figured out that if your debt uh, your debt payment per month is above 11% of your income, your take-home pay, then, or no, it, maybe it's your gross. Uh, it is, like, very stressful. Oh, yeah. So, it, like, it, like, crushes your happiness. Oh, yeah. And you do not want to put that on your future <laughs> self. Mm-mm. Anything less than 7% uh, was reported as very easily manageable. And in between there, like, 7 to 11% was, like, getting harder, a little bit stressful, not too bad. So, use that in your calculation. Yeah. Use that in your decision. Is this going to affect 11% or more of my take-home pay or gross income. And you don't know that. You don't know, but you can do probabilities. You know, sure. you can say, oh, here's the average salary for my major. Do I want to go to $80,000 a year crazy private college for teaching? It's going to crush you. <laughs> All right, and, and I know this episode was a panel on college versus no college, but since I'm heavily outnumbered here in this panel, <laughs> uh, I want you guys to give one piece each. We're going to go around the We're going to go around the table. I'll start with Andrew. I want you to give one single piece of advice to someone who is currently about to enter their first year of college. So since I go first, I could I could steal the phrase, it's a business decision. Okay. Um, I think that... That's a mutual uh, friend of ours who's, who, had, who had... Adam, Adam Carroll, mm-hmm. episode something 32, or I don't know, way back. Okay. Uh, I, I think... <laughs> Research! <laughs> Yeah, preparation. Um, I, I think that you just really, you can't go to college like undeclared. I mean, I mean you, you can, they'll let you. Yeah, of course. But uh, we'll that would be money. a terrible business decision. So know what you want before you start taking. Is it okay to delay? Yeah, I think that's actually a great idea. And to be perfectly honest, I think I personally would have been, I would have learned more in college if I arrived a year later, just to have been more mature in life and things like that. So even though I made it through okay, I think I would have done even better if I had waited a little bit. Okay. Martin, your advice? Uh, make, make sure you're ready for it. Because honestly, when I was, when I was 18, I just graduated. I was not mentally ready for what the university like the responsibilities of paying bills and all that stuff. Yeah. So I stayed at home with mom, went to community college, learned to be an adult, and then I was ready to make the most of college. I know tons of freshmen who aren't ready. Just make sure you think about it first. You got to be an adult here. There you go. Thomas? Am I still allowed to curse on this podcast? Absolutely. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Motherfucking advice... fuck. Oh, well, you went too far, Andrew. You went too right, far. Sorry. Okay. sorry. We'll, we'll, we you, got, out of... you go in the corner. You get the dunce cap. 
Uh, you know what? I, you know what I love when I got Matt like says... wait a little bit, so I was like, I could put some impact in my curse word instead of it just being a string. No. My advice. I, I just love when Matt <laughs> says that he's gonna edit shit out and post, and then you listen to the episode, and it, he never did it. Nah, so it <laughs> I have noticed that. Okay, my advice is: yes. do the fucking math. Ah, yes. do the. F- Fucking math. There. Okay, so there is this concept of scope insensitivity, and the classic example is uh, people were asked, "How much would you donate to save two thousand birds from drowning in oil spills? Uh, how much would you spend to save twenty thousand birds? How much would you spend to sp- uh, save two hundred thousand birds?" In any case, the answer is always about the same dollar amount because people can't grasp the concept of different quantities. We attach them to ideas instead of actual quantities. Well, this this concept is. Uh, applicable to college as well. You have the idea of the future, your amazing job that you're going to get, and then the price tag doesn't matter. Do the math, look at the research, you know, what's going to be above 11% of your income and just figure out as Andrew says a business decision, what's going to actually have a good return for you, not just monetarily, but in happiness. So do the due diligence, figure out if it's actually worth it. Don't just take uh, their their answers for your answers. That's a great place to end. <laughs> well done. Well done, gentlemen. Our first roundtable slash panel slash conversation with more than two or three people. We survived. You guys all deserve a round of applause. All right. Do I, it. I didn't crash. Do it. <laughs> Clap now. I would like to thank Steve Ballmer. There you go. For all the comedic relief at press conferences and for not crashing Skype. <laughs> Steve Ballmer. Steve Ballmer. <laughs> Guys, uh, no, seriously, thank you for being on. And, uh, you know, uh, to, to reiterate, Tom, Thomas, Thomas Frank, collegeinfogeek.com. Right? Yes. G- excellent. Martin Bamey. Yep. And that's uh, pauliglot.com. And it's P O W L Y G L O T.com. Indubitably. Excellent. Uh, what, and, what about me? Shut up. Don't I get my promotion? Shut your mouth. Shut Andrew your dirty mouth. SexyDance.com. A- Andrew Fever. Yeah. Is, that, is, Andrew that, Fever. A, is that a website? We need to buy that now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You need to buy that. <laughs> Andrew Fiebert with ListenMoneyMatters.com. Thank you so much for joining our panel. No problem. All right. Excellent. Guys, no, seriously, thank you for hanging out with us. And uh, if you guys have any questions, you know to email ListenMoneyMatters at gmail.com. And if you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or those two places, not wherever you listen. Those two places. They're the only places that accept reviews that I know of. Uh, and speaking of reviews, I'm going to read one right now from Will underscore Will underscore. <laughs> <laughs> I love the uh, Tom. Do you get the weird uh, like usernames in iTunes? Yeah, every once in a while. Everyone's like, got. I, I have like less reviews than you guys. Do though. you know what your username is in iTunes? Mine is. Yeah. Yeah, it's Electric Eye. Electric Eye. It's like a Judas Priest reference. Judas Priest reference. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's all right. Interesting. Mine's Nobskis. Yes, it is. I thought it was interesting. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was a funny term for blowjobs when I <laughs> when I first got an iTunes account. I don't know. What can you do? All right. So, <laughs> uh, so this one's titled "Non Uppity Smart Work Buddies College Student Union Friends." <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> That just seemed like a mishmash of words, but I love it. Uh, These bros have a great series of discussions and explanations about super important and relevant aspects of personal finance. They only make fun of each other, not other people they are trying to help. This is reason 
number 02116, why I'll listen to them rather than Dave, who shall not be named. <laughs> Serial, though. The Voldemort I'm not of the personal finance world. Yeah. <laughs> he, he starts off the next paragraph by saying, Serial, though. Like, I imagine that means serious, though. Uh, <laughs> they are smarter than they pretend to be. Is that an insult? I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. <laughs> They're smarter than they pretend to be. It's like, it's a, like that. It's like a complicit. It's, weird insult yeah. thing in the first Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. All right. I like it. So there is much to be learned by listening to them when with your drink of choice. They also respond to comments with helpful suggestions. And as such... They and their LMM crew have earned my respect and appreciation. Thank you, Will underscore Will underscore. Yeah, that was awesome. That was pretty. That was pretty funny too. I like. I like cereal. It's a good review. Yeah, it's a good review. That, that was a cereal bad, serially bad review. Is that cereal? <laughs> that was awesome. That was an awesome review. Last but not least, if you guys want to learn more about personal finance and money management, we are always writing new stuff and posting up new episodes of this show at listenmoneymatters.com. That's it. Thank you guys for being part of the first round table. Another, I'm popular beer. I'm just gonna say woo. woo. <laughs> All right, thanks for hanging out with us, and we look forward to the next episode. Later, guys. Later, man. Yeah. Later, dude.